The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. When you think of Young Pros Talk, what comes to mind? Honestly, you do. Because you're a young professional that likes to talk and make conversation. So whenever I hear that, I think of you because it's associated. It's your brand that's associated with your personality. Ding, ding, ding. That was the correct answer. Thank you very much. You have one. Um, an opportunity to be on the podcast. Um, How do you feel about that? I'm so humbled. <laughs> really? So I, I'm what comes to mind first. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Like, But if you had to define it, like take me out of the equation. I picture like, you know, 30-something, late 20s um, professionals that are in the corporate world who want to start side hustling. Hmm. What about the people that aren't in the corporate world? Well, you know, there's a thing with corporate that I find that it kind of gives you the skill set for you to then launch your own, you know, Mm -hmm. entity or business if you so wish to do. Right. So even if you're not in corporate, you're either indirectly or directly going to work with corporations in the long run. So in you, some form or fashion. Yeah. So you're still going to be unless you're like completely grassroots and, you know, you're hug the trees and, and those people. But well, you could always be just work with individuals in your work, too. Yeah. And never work with companies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is there is a certain novelty. And I guess that people have deemed corporations as bad. And it's it's not the greatest, but money is money. So if you're going to be making X dollars amount and it's with a corporation and you vibe with them and their values, then why not? Hmm. Okay. I've been trying. The reason I ask is because I've been trying to define it for myself. Because people ask me that all the time when you when you meet people. You know what it's like to meet um, people at events. And they're like, oh, how'd you come up with the name? What does it mean? And you're like, oh, I got to give this pitch right now. I just, I just, you say it so many times and then you forget it. And I've never like written it down. I've said some great things that people are like, that's sweet. And I just never written it down. Note to self, write stuff down as I re-listen to this over again. (laughs) Anyways, we can just get started. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Young Pros Talk podcast. This is episode 19. It has been a while. Advice from Hannah. Hannah Salazar is here. My name is Redmond. Um, no co-host today. No co-host. I've, I'm going solo or not really solo, but have a guest just talking to them by myself for the first time in a long time. Haven't recorded in a long time, you know, because of uh, that good old Corona. I shouldn't say good old Corona, actually. Do a, I shouldn't say, um, but everybody say hello to Hannah. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on, Red. 
I'm so excited. Thank you for. I'm excited too. I'm I'm very happy that you could take the time out of your impressive schedule and and give some of that time to me or to the podcast to the people. I mean, you give a lot of your time to the people actually, with with the podcast and the things you're doing. Like it's so amazing that you're here right now. Well, where you are, sorry, not here, you know, like where you are physically right now, but contributing your voice to this podcast episode right now. I really appreciate that. So phenomenal. Like I'm going to put you in my um, little pocket right now. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Thank you for that nice little pause. That gave me an awkward silence for a moment. Um, (laughs) Then said something, you know, I left it open for you and then you did not dunk it. You just waited to do a layup or something. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> why don't we just start with the basic question that just gets conversations going. Tell everybody about yourself. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Super excited that you're here right now and you're vibing with us. My name is Hannah Salazar, or known online as Advice from Hannah. It's a digital platform where I give daily advice to my online community about pushing past adversity and how to become, in, in, a, in a sense, better humans and, and really push for those dreams that you have. On the flip side, I have a podcast called The Advice from Hannah Show, and we air weekly every Tuesday, and we interview guests, and I ramble on there about my shenanigans. I do speaking gigs, I handhold, I help my friends with their projects, and yeah, I go for walks now. <laughs> <It's amazing. laughs> you, you know anybody you would have... Recently handheld, I don't know if that's proper English actually, or um, help them with their project recently. Like anybody come to mind? You. <laughs> what me? What did you do for me? Really? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. So you're doing all these speaking engagements. Um, you have your podcast advice from Hannah. I see you on Instagram. You always post something daily. Um, but to talk about the podcast, what made you decide to do your own podcast? Well, the number one reason to do my own podcast was because nobody was inviting me on theirs. Um, (laughs) that was a motivating factor. And you know what? It was my online community. So I started advice from Hannah, um, March of 2018 and a couple months into it, like August, 2018, September, my community kept asking me to do a podcast. Because I started doing weekly lives, like Instagram lives. I would go on lives with people, interview them, and everybody thought it was so funny. And I really, really enjoy a good interview. Like, I thrive off of that. And everybody kept asking me to do a podcast, but I had no idea what to do. No rhyme or rhythm. Um, my good friends of our little Venice, Adriana and Ilya, they had a podcast. So I would pick their brain often, like, hey, how do you start one? What kind of mic do you get? What, you know, software do you use? How do you get guests? And, you know, I was overall super curious. And then we launched um, March of 2019, so a year after my platform being online. And we've been rocking the waves ever since. So far we have, I'm not too sure when this will air, but so far we're in, like, we have about 70 episodes and over 8,500 listens. And I've been able, yeah. That's incredible. I didn't know you had that. I mean, that's way more than what I'm doing. I don't Gosh, know. I, mean, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I, I literally that's good. <laughs> really, <laughs> seventy episodes is like you putting in work. You know what I mean? Like, I have, I'm measly 
19 episodes. Mind you, I, I probably think that my podcast episodes are, like, the setup is a bit different. Yeah. And um, it takes time for me to develop guests and or develop relationships with people to, to get on and come up with our subjects and then just really getting recording. And then I was getting into this habit of doing it every month, not to talk about me. I'm sorry. This is about you. <laughs> it's always but about you. No, it's always about you. Okay. Um, th- well, this right now, it's about you. But um, the podcast is it's i guess it's it's something to hard to develop it's not it's not hard to develop actually it's just something that um i think it takes time because i'm kind of a perfectionist yeah and i want everything to sound incredible i want the content to be fantastic i want the guests to be incredible so i'm not just going to book anybody or just do it just to do it you know i'm just like i'm really hard on myself and then when the episodes are done and i listen cuz i listen to them several times before i even finish editing i don't know what your process is um and you could just tell us about it actually Um, well i'm less of a perfectionist when it comes to those things i am what i like to call a beast in a sense of my commitment to my audience is there's a episode dropping every single tuesday regular season time so whether i feel like it or not an episode is dropping monday at midnight um with that being said, when I cannot find a guest or when I don't have a guest lined up, I go on their solo. Mm-hmm. And I just do my episodes on my own. So wait, where's my invite? You know what? It's funny that you say that because I say that I don't have anybody, but I legit maybe have like 20 to 25 people right now. And like they, they've expressed to me that they want to be on my show. I've said yes. And I haven't gotten around to taping with them because... I'm extremely mm, I'm busy, listening. A. B, mm. I really like to tape in person. And due to COVID-19, mm. I haven't been able mm. to do that. So mm. it's taken me a very long time for me to even, during the last three or four months, so since March to July, I have taped three interviews. Wow, okay. Well, um, I've only done one, so like you two more than me. And the rest have been solo episodes or... They were in January, like late December, early January. I went beast mode and I must have recorded like 12 or 15 episodes, interviews. So I've had them in the vault for a while and I've been releasing them slowly. That's another thing I batch. So I go into an interview frenzy mode and I just interview everybody. I go beast mode and then I drop them periodically every other week with the mix of me in the middle. Okay. Um, that's kind of what I do and what my process has been. Just due to COVID and my creativity has been capped at a certain level, even though everybody says to me, wow, you're doing so much, I haven't reached like creative satisfaction since I've been mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. So basically you're saying I haven't been on your podcast because we can't record in person. Pretty much. All <laughs> <laughs> okay. that elegant saying is I want to record in person. I get you. I I understand completely. Um, And I know you talked about it a little bit, so I'm going to just ask you, what's the challenge? I know, you know, you talked about um, because of COVID and you want to record in person and that has, you know, limited, I think, all of us in our creative process or creative execution, I would say, to a degree. Um, what's, What's another challenge you would say trying to get your own podcast going? I guess start from the beginning, like trying to get it going. Anything, what was the challenge for you? I thought that nobody was going to listen to me. 
I thought that I was going to drop this podcast and I was going to have one person listen per month and then gradually increase to five. Do do you ever feel as though, um, and this is just based off what you just said, this thought just came to my mind. It's not on my sheet at all. Do you feel like you have an idea and then you execute the idea and then you get into this feeling of, you know what, what if nobody likes my idea? That is where you're wrong. I, oh. even if I think nobody's going to like my idea, I still launch it because I cannot live with the what if. It kills me. Mm. I cannot mm. imagine what could have happened if I would have launched the idea. Hmm. It will probably eat me alive more than having a quote-unquote failed idea, or I call them learning experience. i much rather okay. learn from the execution where I didn't perform my best than not to launch it at all and live with the question of, so sorry, the motorcycles, and to live <laughs> with the question of what if I would have popped? Or what if... Okay. Can you imagine if I never would have launched the podcast? The very first person that I told that I wanted to launch a podcast was somebody that was in my circle uh, previously. And they said to me, and I quote, you have to be an expert to launch a podcast. Really? Yes. And I said, I'm not an expert in anything, but I can find people who are experts in their field and interview them. That was my very first feedback that I got with a podcast when I said the podcast idea. Which brings it full circle to when people tell me their ideas, I cheer for them extra loudly because yeah. I don't know if that is going to be the idea that launches your career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, even though sometimes I'm like, what? what are you, what is that? You know, I have no idea sometimes and I'm, I'm on these projects and I'm like, why am I here? I don't even know how to execute this. I've never done this before. Right. But it's, it's just the simple fact of you have to do it because if not, you'll live in that fear of what would have happened. Can you imagine if I never would have launched a podcast? We probably would have never met. Exactly. That's just mm-hmm. one of the many things. I would have I would have never been able to speak for Microsoft. I would have never been able to speak for the Economic Club of Canada. I wouldn't be invited on all the virtual platforms that I've been invited to because the podcast was and has been and will probably continue to be the thing that distinguishes me from others. Mm. It's, okay. it, that's what it is. For me, that's what it is. That's why I hold it so near and dear to me because not an average person will get to 70 episodes or reach 100 plus episodes. As I just said, I only got 19. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what, though? It, that, it, I have a really good friend of mine in New York and, and she's a media maven. Uh, shout out to Madison J. And she treats her podcast like albums. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So, you know, she has different, an array of different podcasts with different personalities, and it, it's 12 to 18 episodes. Okay. So, you know, everybody's different. I'm treating it as a full-on show. Yeah. That's it's definitely not an album for me <laughs> at all. It's definitely, it's definitely not like, you know, like an album for me is the whole podcast, right? So, like, I should be on, like, album, you know, six or seven right now with 19 songs each. <laughs> <laughs> You will get there. You will get there. And I sh- and I want to be on episode five hundred. Hey, five hundred. You can come. You can come back for nineteen to five hundred. To be honest with you, because I- 
<laughs> who knows what's gonna happen the next time I do another episode. <laughs> so uh, back to it. I think we touched it a little bit. Well, what are some other challenges um, trying to get to do your own podcast? You had somebody tell you you had to be a professional, which is just like I don't even want to go into how crazy of like what do you call it? What that's not even advice. That's like somebody's pre preconceived notion of what you have to do in order to do something absolutely absolutely and it's it's funny that when you're developing into your higher self or you know i'll get a little woo woo here and there but when you're stepping into your power or when you want to develop a new idea it's unfortunate that the circle that you're in right now won't be the ones that cheer for you because they don't know this version of you so that's why it's like super intuitive and, and super important for me, especially, is when I'm growing an idea now, I only share it with those who understand and comprehend my vision and my drive and my and my ambition. Because it's basically like me telling somebody with no no views of colors about my mm-hmm. colorful theme. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna mm-hmm. get it. Um, so I, I always say that it's super important who you share your ideas with and the mm-hmm. feedback because words have meaning and they mm-hmm. linger around your 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 spirit and yourself for so long that they could actually like damage or stop you from pursuing your greatness. This is very true. This is true. Um, so how did you come across, like why the name Advice from Hannah? Was that just because... It was already a thing you were doing. You were giving advice. Or did you go through some names before you came to the Advice from Hannah podcast or show? Excuse me. Um, You know what? I chose the Advice from Hannah. Like, it was the Advice from Hannah podcast season one. Now it's the Advice from Hannah show. And it's just. Excuse me one second. I have to drink water. Um, I'm leaving that in. I just want to let you know. That people are going to hear you drinking water, but you stopped my recording session because you had to drink some water. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're silly. The thing is, <laughs> advice from Hannah surged. I'll tell you a bit of the back end story of it. So, mm-hmm. my brand name, I have somebody who's very close to me, very near and dear to me, who we talk every single day. Um, so, unfortunately, three years ago, this person got incarcerated and I was super devastated and I was dealing with so many different things when it came to speaking with lawyers and, you know, it was just a big mess. He was overseas. We had to get him back to the States. It it was just, you know, it was a very stressful time for me and I needed something to take my mind away from the catastrophe that my personal life was. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting on my bed and literally I said, I'm going to start the advice from Hannah show. And it came out. I didn't think about it. I didn't have any strategies. It just came out. I searched on Instagram. That name was taken. It had an H at the end, but whatever. I still went with it. And (laughs) my show is called the advice from Hannah show because I want my brand to be as consistent as possible for the fact that when I'm on stage or when I do something, you'll know it's advice from Hannah because literally everything is called advice from Hannah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if marketing wise or whatever, you know, it's the right move, but it's how I've been able to brand myself this way. You'll know, Oh, that's advice from Hannah. Like I, I've been in rooms where people call me advice from Hannah. 
Huh. Yeah, I, I sometimes I don't even know how to reference you. I won't even lie. I'm talking to people. Yeah, you know, advice from I mean, just Hannah. Damn, <laughs> Hannah. Which is totally fine because that means it's working. It's definitely working, or my brain just ain't. So <laughs> one, of the, <laughs> one, one of the two is possibly happening. Um, so you go through all of this. You got got this right. You decide to start the podcast. You have that one person tell you you have to be a professional start a podcast you're like yo that's bs so you do it anyways how long did it take you to learn like the basics about podcasting three months wow wow you actually have a number you remember the time frame and everything i do because i had gone on vacation and where where's vacation tell us about vacation (laughs) i was in the dominican republic you went home i went home and my it was you know the beginning stages of my brand and a lot of people talked to me and said, wow, I really like what you're doing. And I would say, I want to start a podcast. And they would say, start it. Mm. I think it's a super cool idea. Well, this was back mm. home. Um, I'm from the Dominican Republic. I say this everywhere I go, but I must say it on your podcast too. Mm. And I hit up literally like January 2nd or 3rd. I hit up an artist that has been following me since the beginning of time on my platform. And I said, I need an art cover. Before I even knew what to do with a podcast Mm -hmm. i was doing an art cover i hit up a dj that i know and i said i need a beat i need you to make me a beat that's mine you won't use it anymore it's my beat period i'll pay you that was done for me and then i proceeded to figure out how to tape Mm, okay um because for me it was super important to work with somebody who i think has skills and I don't, this is another thing. I don't mind paying for art. I never right. have. If it's right. art, if it's music, and you're making me something that's customized to me, that's going to mm-hmm. represent me when I step on stage, when somebody views something, I will pay what I need to pay for it to look a certain way. Um, okay. So thankfully, I've been able to work with my artist twice. Now, the second art cover that we did is super, super dope, way better than the first one. And I plan, he's going to be my artist forever. I do not plan to to change him unless I have other projects that I start, but he's the artist for the Advice from Hannah Show podcast, period. Wow. I will not change him because I'm extremely, fiercely loyal to whoever believes in me and and listens to me to a certain degree because I'm very demanding. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially Mm -hmm. when I... Oh, no, I didn't didn't say that. Sorry, excuse me. No, you didn't say that at all. It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> I know I am. I know I am. I'm extremely demanding. I'm very detail-oriented. I like things to look a certain way and feel a certain way and make people, like, resonate with me in a certain way. So with I that, would say that's demanding. Sorry to cut you off. You don't think I would it's say, demanding? No, I just think that, you know, I jokingly said, you know, you are, jokingly, but we know each other quite well. And um, I would say that I just find you to be a person that sees the potential people have to accomplish things mm-hmm. and so when you are working because we work together we we do a lot of projects together yeah. right or you help me with a lot of my projects and anytime um you're like update right <laughs> randomly throughout the day whatever you say i just i just i think you believe in that person's vision and because you believe in that person's vision you just want them to execute it I do, you know, and I'm extremely, like, I'm very diligent and very skillful in a, in a sense of I can get you to do what you need to do, 
But the minute that I see that this person isn't feeling it or they're feeling like, you know, like my time's being wasted, then I completely drop them. Yeah, and you just hold people accountable. I mean, you just helped me work out a um a project I just did, and it, it turned out to be a very successful project. Um, and it was a quick turnaround too. What do we have? Like three, four days? Yeah, it, it was to, to, Like it, it was done. It's it was easy. Yeah, I think we had a meeting one night, and then the next day I was like, actually, maybe part of that night. Actually, I think the next day in the morning you were like, "Where's the copy?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we just talked about this last night. I got to have the copy done already. Yeah, where's the copy? Where's the copy? Is it written? Is it done? <laughs> cool. This and now. you helped us. So I, that's that's what I think. I don't think it's demanding. I just think that you, I think when you have, it's like, um, I always like to tell people, I don't I don't want friends that just agree with me, just agree with me, right? Or people in my circle to agree. I want people that are going to be like, yo, you effed up. Yeah. And I won't let you know that you effed up because I hold you to a higher standard because you're you're so dope. Yeah. Right. And when you ain't been the the dopest version of yourself, then I got to let you know you ain't been the dopest version of yourself because I want you to succeed. And that's that's how I take it. I don't want to be rich by myself. That's not fun. (laughs) It's very boring. I mean, but then again, I mean, you could buy people things, too. Like you could definitely. Pay for my yacht. Get on a boat. Then we have this conversation about we need to get a boat. Oh, my God. One of my friends online literally posted a status saying, did I miss the sale on boats in Toronto? Yo, I just keep going to Instagram and everybody's on a boat. And I'm like, yo, where do you get a boat? And I was talking to my friend. I was like, how much is it to rent a boat? And he was like, 1600 for like five hours or something. I was like, pass. Hard pass. 1600 for mind. five hours? I was like, can we get a canoe? <laughs> can we get a, can we get a kayak? <laughs> well, how much is it for a kayak? I'm going to go put my feet in the bathtub. <laughs> exactly. And just get a toy boat. And just be with a sailor's hat. And just be like, just chugging along on the thing. I didn't so, even understand. Uh, who, who do I need to be? I don't even think I'm that influential at this point. Because I don't know anybody with a boat. Well, I'm thinking on my response because I have a response, but I want it to be the right response, right? So, um, you know, I think you're influencing the right people. <laughs> With no votes. <laughs> With no- <laughs> Red, you're missing the point here. No votes, no pools, no cottages. Like, what's mm. happening with my life right now? Actually, I have a pool at my place. <sighs> so, so... You're definitely influencing somebody with a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Just no boat. God, it's, you know what? I have a really good friend of mine, and one of our goals is we're going to split a yacht. So A yacht? That's bigger than a boat. Like Yo, a boat. You're talking Not, I call it a thing. yacht, and then they call it a boat, but I call it a yacht, and we're going to get two jet skis, and it's going to be oh a ball. God. So don't worry. I'm manifesting get a boat okay can like, I, I'm am doing i invited this. to this absolutely jet ski party it's gonna be a blast we're gonna have a chef on board a dj oh my god it's gonna be a party okay so i've been manifesting it's just we're we going we to the caymans <laughs> like what is this <laughs> <laughs> i don't well at this point it's toronto living but you know i really in the dominican our family friend has has a, a boat and he parks it at one of the like, it's a, it's a like a country club. Mm-hmm. 
by yacht the club. beach, a yacht club. Uh-oh. And literally, when we went down there, he ordered us like a big seafood feast. Oh, wow. And they, it nice. came on a little boat, taxi. Everybody so wait, you do know somebody with a boat. What are you saying? You influence he, like, be- he's not in Toronto. <laughs> oh, where is this? This is the Dominican. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. It, it does nothing. I might as well not know anybody. No. Wow. I have no response for that. I have no idea what to say to you about that. We're, we're going we're gonna to have to get you a boat. Does anybody listen to this that has a boat? Please. <laughs> please. Send us a DM. Tell Why him it's boat time. Okay. <laughs> you ain't even got to see. You won't need no words. Just let it. Just BT. Boat time. <laughs> or YT. Up. Yacht time. We'll show you know. up. I'll be a vibe, eh? Like <laughs> jet skis. <laughs> jet skis. I wear a cute bathing suit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you glasses. uh, you briefly talked about it. You are from the Dominican Republic. So I'm curious to know how much of your experience coming from the Dominican to Canada plays, um, and how you approach things in your life. Well, I love that question. Amazing question. I wrote so, it myself. I came up on my own, just so you know. Like, wow. no help. I'm impressed. <laughs> Google so, didn't help me. The thing is, I came to Canada when I was five years old. And mm-hmm. my mother, it was like I lived in the Dominican Republic in my one-bedroom apartment. And then once I stepped <laughs> outside, I was in Canada. <laughs> because she was very, like, I would put on the Spice Girls and Britney Spears. She would put on Tulsa. I would want to eat pizza. She would make me rice beans, eat mm-hmm. salad, mm-hmm. plantain. Mm-hmm. Plantain, plantain, she planted. Very, very militant when it came to my culture, and mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to spend a couple summers down there myself. Nice. And very like embedded in the culture. So I like to think that my wittiness and the my work ethic, how I work, is very much. Dominican. Okay. So, like, how I'm built and how I operate, it's it's very much like I look at my family members down there who are very successful and they they own multiple businesses. We are very similar in personality. Fun, you know, hoo-ha, everybody likes being around us, but when it's time to get to work, it's time to get to work. Mm -hmm. I never once had that, like, yeah, you know, whatever, we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That's me all day. You know, that was never the attitude in my household. It was, okay, well, you need to get this done now. You gave somebody your word. And it doesn't really matter. I, my grandma always says this. It doesn't matter where you come from. If your family has money, if you sleep in the living room most of your life, what matters is your word and how you're able to follow through with what you've promised to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not the education, none of that. It's are you honest and are you trustworthy? Mm-hmm. If you're able to be those two things, then I think, anything else is possible and that's very much my core and i feel like that's very much my up, my dominican upbringing as well wow wow is this becoming the advice from hannah show and not the young pros talk podcast <laughs> this is just bars I t- <laughs> just, just, i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i trying to be all cute you know and be like a guest not like, not cute to, like, for like the voice like nobody can see you <laughs> 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 like this is like the first one i've recorded with no video in a long time 
I know. I think you would have gotten like a good face out of this too, like my serious like spitting facts face too. But it, no, I, I like it. It was fun, right? I I need these. I need these these facts and these little tidbits of you know bars from for the head top. You know, they <laughs> little inside joke that nobody on the outside will get. Oh, except for Carthy. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna post that on stories. I'm gonna post it because I feel like that's been like the best compliment I've gotten all year <laughs> at this point. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so uh, let's go back to podcasting a bit. You know, um, so obviously your upbringing and and your work ethic has allowed you to get to seventy episodes of your podcast. Um, where uh, I don't want to talk about uh, my American upbringing and how I have 19 episodes because um, that might be like that beating a dead horse. So let's not go there. <laughs> so I just want to take, um, and you know, I will give my account as well if there's any comparisons, but take us through the feeling of recording your first episode. Like it's done. You did it. You're like, oh my God, what happened? Take us through it. Oh man, I remember that so vividly. So vividly, I was sitting in my bedroom on on my bed, much so how I am right now. So, like, I record most Wow. No. Like, you were so sorry, much. everybody. She's actually in a studio, private studio, <laughs> enclosed. My bedroom with... studio in Toronto. I call it that all the time. Your bedroom it's... studio. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you recall? Sorry. I just want to. I, well, we have our meeting calls. <laughs> Are you sitting in your bed most of the time? Yeah. <laughs> I do so much business from this bed, like so much business. I've done so many cool things. Um, I do have a desk now due to COVID, but mm-hmm. I spent I work there like my corporate job. So sitting there just gives me the feel, like the cold feels. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, also sorry, the feeling. Of... I used to put a chair in my closet, and I used to sit there. A chair in your closet and record. Yep. Ah, uh, that makes sense. You know, just to block out all the sound. Okay, I got mm-hmm. you. But yeah, the recording of your first episode takes through it. So I plugged the USB thing on my computer. <laughs> you about to give us a full play by play. I get you the whole play by play. Play by play. And I picked up the mic and I said, Hey, it's advice from Hannah. And I literally flowed with no layout, no idea what I was saying. I literally flowed bars from my head top yeah you've always flown bars from your head top but that's so different than me but you know what though i like to think that the way that you do things is probably more it's it's better in the long run because me flowing like this when i'm finally structured i i don't know if it's going to kill me or not you might have 100 episodes instead of 70 is what you're saying well i might have like what 20 No, it's not even that. But yeah, and I and I posted it, and I and I said, "Who am I?" It was season one, episode one. Who am I? And I I kind of said, you know, I'm developing myself and finding myself, and I want to do this with you guys together. I'm tired of people judging me and society's norms of what I should be or should not be doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're gonna just rock it out, man. Let's let's go. And I think I said, let's launch this bad boy from the start, which is something I say a lot, especially mm-hmm. when I'm about to start an episode. And I, I posted it. I must have gotten, I kid you not, probably like 40 reshares. Wow. It was insane. Like I had, in my wildest dreams, I didn't think 
that I was going to have the impact that I did on episode one. But you were already doing, like, the lives, though, right? You were already doing, doing a lot of lives. posting on Instagram and stuff like that before the podcast launched, right? Yeah, I was doing the lives for, like, a solid year. So you were, so you already had kind of a fan base or a following, and then when you launched the podcast, it was just like, they was ready. They was ready. Yeah, they, been they, they were waiting for it, because I, I was dropping hints that I was working on a podcast for three months. Mm, so I created okay. the hype beyond so it. But solo. mind you, I had, like, 600 followers wow see that's that's like still 300 more than i got so (laughs) but you know i just oh go ahead sorry you have to i was networking like crazy back then yeah same same even even more so than like i was networking a lot more now but then that was my opening line hey i'm gonna i'm gonna launch a podcast yeah i i feel like you're more effective um not effective excuse me efficient um networker than i am it's my bread and butter, friend. That's like, what I, I know how to do. It's definitely my, your, like, for both of us, but I just think that um, the way you approach it, it's like certain certain things you do, like, I probably wouldn't do. And I probably should. For example, if you want to tell everybody how we met. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I was invited to some tech TO, yeah. this event. and I was not invited. I just showed up. You know, I didn't know they was giving out invitations, but you know, when you're by invite, I mean a contact sent me a link and told me to buy a ticket and show up. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Not invited in a sense of I'm on a guest list and I just waltz through the door. Those are kind of I do that in other places. Yeah, I figured that's your usual layout of things, though. So yeah, you know where I usually like visit the forefront, and you know I'm there a lot, and I push and I sell tickets for them. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a whole other different relationship. But this, I actually bought a ticket for. Okay. It was super cold. It was. <laughs> so cold. And I was like, why am I coming to this? But the thing is, I had, the week before, I had just did a keynote for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And I put two and two together. Well, I was in a room with techies, and now I'm going to a tech event. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought it would be a good move. And... I sat there and they told everybody to go on LinkedIn. I had just beefed up my LinkedIn profile a couple months prior to. And I was always looking for podcasters because I don't know any. Mm-hmm. My downfall. Anybody that's podcasting, I like in my circle, I had taught how to podcast. So it's really mm-hmm. nice to kind of meet somebody else who's been in the game longer mm-hmm. than you have and, mm-hmm. and knows what they're doing. So I see Redmond mm-hmm. pop up. And I was like, you're a podcaster. <laughs> so... <laughs> I messaged him on LinkedIn, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we got to talk. We got to meet. But unfortunately, the circle that I was with didn't want to let me go. <laughs> and they actually ended up. I waited with, an hour, bruh. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. It, it felt like an hour because I was, I was really itching to go, and it just wasn't happening. <laughs> and they were going for drinks after, and I ditched them to walk to the subway station with Redmond. Mm. So, life changing sounds like it to me. So that sounds life changing. <laughs> and then we've been friendsies ever since. I think you've come to an event with me afterwards. Right. Uh, right. We did work together at some bougie vegan place. <laughs> <laughs> you more you did the work, and I just you know. I don't know what was, you did. Which <laughs> is. <laughs> And I was in there beasting it, and Redmond was like, oh, I just got a free cookie. I'm like, what? 
<laughs> oh my gosh. How do you get a free cookie? Like <laughs> People always give me free stuff. I don't nobody ever gives me free nothing. That is not true. That can't be true. I don't believe that at all. Do not believe that. There's no way. Maybe a little bit. Like, uh, come on. All the all the advice you get give, somebody's giving you free something. You, I get free love. Yeah, which is it should be the freest thing you should get, right? But the cookie is not bad either, though, right? Like that's there's love in that cookie. Somebody cooked that cookie. They took that time. They put love in it, which is just ingredients, and there it is. There you go. I can't believe we're having this conversation. I'm pretty sure you get more free things than I do. I can guarantee you. Based on what exactly? Based on the fact that whenever somebody tries to give me something free, I feel super bad and I pay for it because I understand and comprehend the hustle and the grind behind a brand, a project, and what you're doing. So you're saying you have more morals than me, which is why I get free stuff. <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? I, I buy things and I I genuinely test them out before. When, when you see me post something on stories that I got, that, hey, I got this, it's because I fully paid for it. Mm. I've worn it. I felt it. I've tasted it. <clears throat> I like it. And then I promote it. Wait. I just want to say, um, didn't I give you a free mug? Coffee? You did give me a free mug. So people do give you free stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> You're like, stop, stop trying to be humble. You know, I just thought, like, it's okay to be, like, I, I, I don't think people give me free stuff all the time, you know, but I'm, I'm a big, like, if you know anything about me, I'm, I support everybody. Like, the brands I work with, the, the contest, like, I just did an Instagram contest with a couple of different brands, Hiri uh, Movement and Lit Sauce, um, some of my favorite people, and, um, I support them. Anytime they were having a pop-up shop, I was there. I, I will come. I will come to anything you tell me to go. You were supposed to have a speaking engagement, but I know that got um, pushed back because of, of COVID. Yep. And I'm usually that person, like, I'm going to show up. Because um, really, it's not even about, like, it's about I genuinely am interested in, in what you do. And I'm gen- I, I care a lot about human um interaction i value people a lot so i like to come to these things and show up if i get an invite for something i like to show up because like i i really want these people to know that i value them like it's just the core of who i am as a person yeah that's what so, makes you red yeah um better than man blue i guess all right <laughs> so uh let me get to my next question for you. So the difference between you and I, um, and I didn't even talk about um, how I started my podcast, like the first recording I ever did, but not important. Um, so the difference between you and I is you do your podcast in seasons, and I do my podcast whenever the hell I do it. Um, why, did, why seasons? Why did you decide on that platform as how you will release your product as opposed to you know, just releasing them when you can. Because I want a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and TV shows have seasons. So if I condition my audience from the beginning of seasons, then they will understand what I'm trying to do. 
you, you're trying to give that anticipation feeling. Yeah. If like when the season ends, um, like Dynasty, which is apparently what you're watching right now, or done with it. I'm not sure. I'm done Dynasty. Uh, I went. I'm watching Scandal again. All right, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're watching Scandal now. Um, I feel like there's other there's some TV shows that just keep going. Like, do soap operas have sing- seasons? No, so soap operas are like never ending, like crying fest. But always <laughs> <laughs> one that's always crying. Stop crying. But it's basically the reason why I do seasons is because the advice from Hannah show will be a show on TV or on film. Like the podcast, it's just the stepping stone for better things. Okay, so walk us through it. What's the advice from from um, Hannah Show? Give us the log line. Give us the synopsis. You have no idea what I'm talking about, but do it anyways. The synopsis. Well, <laughs> see, you see how I have like season one and season two, and we're doing like episode seventy and seventy one. When I get to TV, I just plan to continue. So. So wait. So wait. Back up. You have seventy one episodes. So right so now, like you know how like Ellen and. Oprah, they're like, we're episode 500, we're episode right. 1,000. You know, right. the work, I hope, the work that I'm doing now on the podcast won't be discredited when I get my show. So uh, if, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if, I don't know if that's possible at all or if I'm streaming too big, but if I could just continue it in a sense of like, you know, I'm season five or whatever. Mm-hmm. First of all, we, you can never dream too big. Sometimes I never dreams of me. Sometimes no. I think I do, but um. No, the bigger the dream, the better. Thanks. You know, and I think you're a big dreamer. I am. Um, <laughs> and I, I think you execute. That's the thing about you is you, you execute as well. Like you have an idea for something, you do it. You don't, you don't wait. You're definitely a go getter. Like it's happening. You know, you, you send out, you send out. Um, and like I said, this is the difference between you and I. One of the things that um, really inspire me about you is like if you're interested in somebody, that sounds like you want to date them or something. Um, <laughs> sorry, if you're like interested in a person's brand or interested in what they do, um, you will just reach out and just be like, "Hey, I'm Hannah. What do you do? <laughs> you know, what do you do, baby? <laughs> you know? Pretty much. I like I send DMs. I'm like, hey, what's happening? Thanks for you which know. is what happened. You know, you send me a LinkedIn message. You're like, your podcast is we need to meet. And I was like, <laughs> cool. Like, I really don't have anything else to do after this. So, like, uh, I'm cool with meeting up with you. It was strange because I had, like, no idea where you are. Honestly, plus that LinkedIn that LinkedIn uh, feature is weird to me. I was like, I had no idea you could do it. I think it's brilliant. It is brilliant, but I had no idea. You can just walk. You can literally just walk into any room. Well, pre-pandemic, you could um, <laughs> walk into any room. And turn on LinkedIn and just be like, turn on Bluetooth sharing and just add a bunch of random people. Well, that's the thing, right? How open are you to meet and, and develop new new connections, meaningful connections? Because you can, you know, ask to, to be on 5,000 people's networks, but, you know, only three will show up when you need them. So I'm huge on developing, like, genuine connections and, and mutually beneficial two-way streets. Um huge huge on that but i don't have in a sense like people that i call on very few Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
if you if you kind of understand what I'm saying. Like I I help a ton of people and people come to me and I'm advice from Hannah, but like reciprocal for me to ask you to do something, it's a very rare thing, and like I I do that very carefully because I don't want to overwhelm you or you know I'm. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about this. I'm demanding, right? So some people they don't vibe well with that and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm very particular of when I ask somebody to do something for me as well. So is that why you don't ever ask me to do anything for you? <laughs> you know what? I don't think I've had I've had anything for you to do. <laughs> well, that sounds worse. I think. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think. You know, there's a ton of people that want to work with me, but I'm just like I'm not that special, and I haven't thought of anything cool that we can actually collaborate with you're very special i keep i tell you we have this conversation every day i feel like you know we just one thing i love about our friendship is like we just will randomly text each other like you're awesome you you got this you know i think you randomly text me was it sunday or monday and you were just i i think i woke up to a text from you because you're like way up earlier than i am i know i i don't sleep i'm a monster <laughs> yeah, one time then I one time I talked to you at like things. midnight and yeah. I was like, What are you doing up? You're like, I'm working. I'm like, What what? <laughs> it's bedtime. It's sleep time. And then you'll be up at six thirty texting me. The copy done? Yeah. And I'd be like, What? <laughs> Did, I just talked to you six hours ago. I'm still asleep. No. <laughs> I'm sleeping. <laughs> Like why are you why are you calling me? Can you imagine living with me? <laughs> but um, I, I think that and, and you know what? I, I rightfully so. I had this conversation with my friend the other day. I think people like you and I are the type of people that don't give ourselves enough credit for what we're doing. What we do, we just see it as like, um, you're we're just I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Like just the other day, I was saying to somebody like, oh, I'm, I was having one of those down days. Where I'm just feeling like, oh, and we have, I have these conversations with my friends sometimes. It's like, I feel like I don't want to be like one of my biggest fears to be like unfulfilled potential, you know? And sometimes I feel like, am I doing enough to accomplish what I'm trying to do? And then you talk to somebody and they're like, no, you're so like, I think what you're doing is awesome. And that just came from me seeing people that I respect that inspire me, um, doing a lot of things that are visible as so to speak mm. um and i get i guess that visibility um portion is big because like you can be doing stuff and like but nobody knows about it right and i just felt like i was seeing a lot of people who are awesome doing stuff and like getting that visibility and i'm like what am i doing am i doing enough you know so i i take that and i'm just like i always have to remind myself um which is me reminding myself of somebody like you telling me, texting me six thirty in the morning, you're gonna do great or whatever. You, and I'm just. I like, know I sent some some, you know, those messages that I sent. But you know what? It there's something to be said. I don't think I'm doing enough. I know. Stop Crazy, playing. right? Stop playing. I know. Why, why you Why you come on my podcast and telling us these these fairy tales over here? Right, right. Whenever I tell that to somebody, they're like, oh, my God. Anna, are you kidding me? Are you joking me? Is it a question for you? Is it that you're, it's not that you're not doing enough. Is it that you have so many things that you want to do and you haven't touched on some of those things and some of those things people, other people don't know about? 
Okay, you touched a nerve. What's happening? This is what you do? Um, I'm, I think I like to think I'm pretty good <laughs> at, at what I do. You know, I'm, I'm about to turn it into the smooth jazz voice. Next on the playlist, Snow Allegra. It's not that I don't want you here. No, I'm joking. Let me stop. Well, you know, I am a fan of Billie Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald, but um, I do listen to jazz. It depends on it's it's my writing music. It's when I write. Mm, okay. But um, see, yeah, I write. That's another thing. I don't really share That's that. That's good. But to me personally, like real talk, the version of Hannah that I see in my head, mm-hmm. like the the woman that I keep manifesting. She hasn't mm-hmm. even showed up to the plate yet. Okay, you know what? I can resonate with that because that's exactly how I feel. I feel like the image I see of myself accomplishing or achieving or where I am in my life, that that person, like I'm not even close. Like I don't even know. And then the other thing is maybe you'll have the same thing. When that moment does happen, like will you even feel it? Like will you even know? So what I do to combat that on the flip side is – I look back at where I was last year or where I was when I started and the things that I really wanted when I first started my brand. I wanted to have a podcast. I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to make connections. I wanted to impact one person per day. You know, those core values of why I started what I started, I go back to the basics. And I think about everything that I've done Thus far in the last 30 years, you know, I, I go even back to, to when I was a teenager. And I think about everything that I've done and the things that I've, I've encountered and, and been through. And then when I look back at that, I'm like, dang, all right. I've walked a bit, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the veins popping out of my feet and the gray hair and, and the back aches that I have now. They're from something. Gray hair. Oof, gray hair galore, fam. <laughs> <laughs> gray hair galore. I'm just embracing them now. Mm. But I've had gray hair since I was 18, so this isn't a novelty. Wow. But by the time now, like you can imagine, at 30, I have a lot. And I look back at everything that I've done and where I am today. And I think of that, you know, that person, that young person, because I have a lot of people in my community, 18 to 24, that look up to me or that come to me for ideas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think about them and how they're coming to me. So that means mm-hmm. I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. That means I'm making an impact. It may not be mm-hmm. the type of impact that I want. Like, you know, I'm not the personality of Flow 93.5. I'm not, you know, <laughs> Tracy Moore. I'm not, you know what I mean, traveling all over the world. Netflix right. isn't calling. Nobody's traveling right now, so it's yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> um, I'm not doing all the things, you know, my, my book hasn't been published yet. I don't even have a website. You have a book? No, well, I've been trying to write one. Um, but you know what I mean? That's another facet of me. I, I want. I have right. so many, like, cooped up feel. Like, whenever I write, and then I mm-hmm. go back and I reread what I wrote, like, two months later, I'm like, damn, I'm emotional. You know? And it's, like, mm-hmm. solid stuff. It's solid mm-hmm. stuff because I let mm-hmm. the pen flow mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. no filter or no stopping. I just let do, it flow. Do you ever write something... And then look at it later and be like, wow, that was actually pretty good. I do. I do. Yeah. And, and very deep. Um, I'm extremely emotional. And I was having a, 
conversation with a friend of mine because, you know, so many people see the beast, right? The ad, the, mm-hmm. oh, you're a shark, you're a beast, you're a boss, mm-hmm. you're a thug. You know, all the names. Mm-hmm. And realistically, a woman's heart and her emotions, she only understands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I can believe that. Yeah. You know, we, we have layers of things and, and how we're feeling. So it's it's different facets of, of my life and of anybody's, well, well, if you identify as a female or whatever the case may be. But there's many facets and things that I don't even talk about mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. Or, or display to, to people and, 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 and how I feel. So I, I, that only comes out in writing. Have you thought about taking some of your writings and putting it on your podcast or talking about it on your podcast? I'm I'm very transparent on the podcast. It's actually therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find that those episodes, when I'm super transparent and I'm talking about my feelings, they open conversation up, and that's amazing. But I also get severely triggered by them. Mm, okay. Because they're happening live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's not, it, I don't think it's healthy for me to be listening to it when I still haven't been able to internalize it myself. Mm-hmm. So okay. it, that that's kind of like the bits and pieces. Like I've talked about feeling inadequate. I've probably cried on there my fair share of time. On your podcast? Yeah, for sure. Wow. Sure. And that, that's like, that's so, like I said, inspiring. That's this. And this is not me just saying it because you're in a podcast. We talk. You can confirm that I say these things to you like all the time. Um, to be to to like to allow yourself to be like that vulnerable to people, I feel like is is almost in a, a skill. Like it's a like it's not. I haven't gotten to that point yet. It's super. You know what? It's super scary because you think that the way that you grew up, everybody grew up. This is true. This is true. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I can I can be super transparent with you right now. Like, what I was raised with a single mom. My mm-hmm. dad's an addict. I don't mm-hmm. have a relationship with him. I haven't had a conversation with him since I was twelve years old. Mm-hmm. That severely, severely impacted any relationship that I've had with a male since the beginning of time, mm-hmm. and and how I how I perceive them and how I act around them. And you know what I mean. It's it's been extremely difficult to to overcome that but i never once blamed them like blamed him for leaving Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i understood at a very young age and i still do that who your parents are doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be the person that parents you Mm, you have to say that again actually please (laughs) so who your parents are doesn't necessarily mean that they have to parent you. you know, I've a, had a, sorry, phenomenal male figures in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather being one of them. He passed away when I was 13. And, you know, super, super special to me. He treated me like old. Um, right. And it, I've had male figures in my life that have taught me to, to be the, the business woman that you see today. Mm-hmm. Literally, like all the game that I have has been brought down to me from them, which is why I get along with males so well in in a professional standpoint, in a Mm -hmm. sense. So 
when you do that and when you start talking about those things, you get people coming to you from different angles. And I'm cool. I could talk about that. But there's the other things, right? Like, I didn't know I was poor. I grew up poor. Yeah, I feel like you don't. Sorry to interrupt you. I feel like you don't realize it when you're young. You're just a kid, right? And then when you grow up, you're like, oh, shit. Okay. You know, especially now and my our professional lives when you can like afford those things that you couldn't have when you were young like something as simple as like a snickers bar like couldn't get it and now it's just like oh all those snickers bars in canada are quite expensive everything's expensive in toronto now that i think about it but yeah they sometimes you just don't realize you don't know until you get older and then you realize okay life was much different than how i perceived it at that time well, definitely, and I don't know how my mom, till this day, I still don't understand how, you know, she provided for me. In a mm-hmm. sense of, I always had a roof over my head, my shoes were always clean, my clothes were clean, and I had food in my stomach. You know, she provided the three main things. Whether I had, you know, an excess of, like, designer clothes, or, you know... I, I didn't really even drive around in cars. I took public transit everywhere. And mm-hmm. I think the first time I went to an actual restaurant, I was 14 and, and things like that. But she provided for me in the best way mm-hmm. possible. And I'm forever indebted to her and, and forever grateful for everything that she's done for me. And not a lot of people can say that. Mm-hmm. They can recognize mm-hmm. the sacrifice that your parents do for you. Sorry, even if it's just providing... The basic needs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So it's it's always something for me that I've I slept in the living room for like most of my life. Yeah, I understand that. I, I slept on the floor for a big portion of my life. So trust it's, me, I understand. It's something. In it's something really. You know, that's cool that you shared that, man. Yeah, I haven't shared that with nobody. So um, advice from Hannah got me telling you about my upbringing, <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> I think it's important because. That's how we bond as adults. Yeah. But you know what? I feel like those, th- like, would I have have liked to live or experience something where I was more fortunate, right? Like a more fortunate situation. Absolutely. 100%. But I feel like these things build your character. Mm. You know what I mean? And they, they, they are actually teaching moments to help you um in your in your um in whatever you do in your life and how you have your impact you know what i mean and i think maybe because of those situations that we're talking about of our upbringing you know growing up poor and things like that and sleeping in the living room sleeping i slept on the floor like these are the things that made us to you know value people and genuinely be interested in people and genuinely want to see each other win you know, like there's never been a conversation between you and I. Like we we talk we talk often, um, and we I see what you're doing, you see what I'm doing, and there's never been a moment of like jealousy. No, never. right? It's always been like love, support. You know, I'm gonna support you. I know you're gonna support me. If I need help from a project, um, you know, I know I can account I can count on you to hold me accountable because it's you know. And make sure things are executed. If you need help with a project, you probably won't have a project for me to work on. That's why I ain't been worked on one yet. But <laughs> trust me, when I decide to freaking call the shots and I expect all of you guys to show up, <laughs> okay. you, 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I think it builds character, and I think that's why your podcast has become um, what it is now, which are 70, 71 episodes, two seasons. Is this the, like how many episodes are we talking a season here? I know it's crazy. I think I do way too many episodes. Um, I have this this grand vision that I want to make episode 100 a live episode. I don't care COVID winters. Um, yes. And unfortunately or fortunately, that will be by the end of the year with the holiday special. Mm-hmm. So I think I may have to do something creative like 99.1 and 99.2. Um, so I won't reach like in land i won't reach 100 so maybe in 2020 oh so you're gonna do like 99 all the way to z and then be like oh i never got to 100 but really you got like 125 episodes yeah but i need <laughs> episode 100 to be live so and i ah, will i got wait you for season three in 2021 to do it okay i see if, I it's, see. if it's the kickoff of the season or, or whatever maybe but you see we're right now it's july Eight. Eight. And I'm talking yes. to you about February or March of 2021. Yeah. So it's kind of like my brain is just, it's not See the future. Yeah, it's its in the future right now when it comes to the program and the show and, and the things I want to do. But I, I want to I touch upon something that you said about that there's no jealousy. And I love that you said that because myself personally, when it comes to like, if somebody's jealous of me or whatever, I've never felt jealousy about somebody's success because I think that if you're truly talented, if you own your talent, then you don't have to worry about what somebody else is doing because your talent will speak for itself. That's very true. But I also think that um, success is relative. It's true. You know, because people measure success, usually they'll measure it by money and houses and things. And, you know, I feel like people like us, we probably measure it by um how we impact people you know what i mean because i've had experiences where um and you probably had the same experience where maybe we're down and something and then you get a message from somebody or somebody tells you yo i listened to your podcast fire yeah so dope please continue and you're like yo wow you didn't even realize and i i think it also goes back to i don't know what you think about this but when i started my podcast i didn't even know that it could have that effect on people like that like, it I wasn't something I. that I even thought about. I was like, I just want to start a podcast. This is my idea, and, and let's do it. And then when people were actually listening to it and enjoying it and vibing with it and finding it, like, one of the things that's crazy to me is, like, when people are like, your podcast episodes are inspiring. I was like, really? Like, not really in a bad way. It's just, yeah. like, the, it wasn't it wasn't the, the thing I was going for when I created it. No, it never it, is. We're, I think and I feel in my heart that if you're doing something for the fame or the money, then you're doing it for the complete wrong reasons. 100%. 100% agree with you. Every so time. it's it's kind of like my mentality. It's insane. I, I had somebody last week message me and tell me I'm on season one, episode 14. Mm-hmm. I just started listening to you. Mm-hmm. So cool that you talked about XYZ. And I literally had to go back to season one, episode 14 and listen yeah to be relevant with this person because yeah. I'm like, i was like oh I, what did i say that <laughs> happens to me too you know, are we the same person <laughs> i don't know just one's american one's from dominican um because i had that episode too with some colleagues actually 
Um, I did this episode and uh, nobody listened to it. Now everybody's going to listen to it. Um, I did this episode about dating as a young professional. Oh, God, the dating ones. <laughs> I had a dating coach on mine, and that episode is probably top three right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, my, this episode is actually top. It's top, you know, and um, I did this episode, and this is like, me starting out right like honestly the dating episode was one of the first episodes i recorded i actually recorded fun fact (laughs) i actually recorded two episodes the same day the the first episode i invited some friends over i had this blue yeti microphone um and the first topic was like hr and the hiring process um actually probably my least favorite episode (laughs) that i think about it just just because it's the first one. And it has nothing to do with the people on the day were great. It's me. I'm like, oh, that was terrible. But even the dating one, I just go like, oh, I hate listening to myself. But um, anyways, one of the colleagues, she, they, I have all these episodes now. Like the dating episode was like episode two, right? And as I said, I have 19 episodes, which is not a lot of episodes, not 70. But it's more than enough for you to get past and not see number two. But yeah. somehow people always see number two and they're like dating and then they listen to it. People are so lonely. That's why. <laughs> I don't know about that. I just think dating is a hard topic. I mean, a uh, hot topic. Excuse me. But um, anyway, she told me, yo, that episode was so good. It was so funny. It was so intriguing and it was so insightful. I was like, oh, and I went back to listen to it. I was like. First of all, first thing I thought was like, oh my God, some of the shit I said, I would not have said that now. I don't even, I don't even agree with myself then. <laughs> um, second of all, I was like, wow, it actually was pretty good. You know, and I was like, wow, I was actually proud of that. That somebody liked something that I thought was like when I released it. And I don't know how hard you are on your episodes, but I never find them to be good enough. Or when I say them to be good enough, I mean me as the host on the podcast, um, good enough you ever feel like that well you know what i think i'm very hard on myself with how i sound and how i pronounce words especially when i'm interviewing somebody i always feel as though you know it took me a long time to dominate the conversation um Mm -hmm. which is something that i worked on if you hear my earlier interviews i kind of let them like so like hey how do you feel today like you know and i and i kind of let the guests I wasn't in control of it when I had the guest on. Now I understand that when I'm interviewing, I ask the guest a question, I stay silent, I let them speak, I don't interrupt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's taken me some time mm-hmm. to get where I need to get to. So when it's an interview, I'm extremely critical mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I watch people interview others for fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking at their skills and, and what they're going to say next and if they're going to bring a question that they asked at the beginning if they're going to circle it back and ask them to hit them back with something that they said and you know like i'm always playing with it i'm always playing with Mm -hmm. it to the point that i've watched my favorite interviews like my favorite parts of interviews mute so i can Mm -hmm. see the body language and how the person reacts Mm -hmm. when the host asks them a question that they feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. so you're always studying you're like a student of the game still forever student of the game forever student of the game Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there comes a time that you are eventually going to become quote-unquote an expert in your field 
And then what? And then what? You have to stay innovative. Mm-hmm. You have to stay listening to others and, and seeing what your colleagues, even though they're not like Oprah's not my colleague, but, you know, seeing what the higher level is doing. Mm-hmm. So for me, in a sense, to listen, you know, I'm not trying to dodge anybody. For me to listen to somebody season one episode of like a cat that's just starting out in the game that doesn't have any hosting experience wouldn't be as relevant for me right now because I, I'm not starting out. Right, right, right. So it's I, about where you are at that time, you know. Exactly. exactly. But before I started my podcast, I'd be listening to episode one of everybody mm-hmm. because I wanted to see how yeah. they started. Absolutely. Now I, yeah. I now I want to see what an episode 100 sounds like. Yeah, you know what? I, and I do that as well. I listen to podcasts and I, I focus on a lot on how do they do their intro? What do they say? How do they introduce everybody? You know what I mean? Things like that. How do they end it? How do they segment to, you know, transition from topic to topic, question to question? Like, you know, I, I, I'm doing that a lot as well because I think there's always room for improvement. Like you always want to be able to do the best. Absolutely. And let me tell you, those kids, 18 to 23, they're coming out here with claws, man. Yeah. And I, I can even look when I first started a podcast, like some of the things I did or said on that podcast, then I probably would have told myself to say it differently mm-hmm. or do it differently or try to approach it differently, you know, but it's a learning process. So, I mean, it, it's, it takes time to development. And I think, you know, I remember that was the thing. Um, as I said earlier, I'm a perfectionist. So like when we first started, when I first started the podcast, I just wanted everything to sound perfect. And they were like, it's not going to sound perfect. You know, like even that dating episode I talked about, I was like, I listened to it back and I was like, oh my God, the audio quality was so bad. I was like, how could anybody have listened to this? It was so bad. And then my colleague was like, but the content was so fire. Exactly. They won't care about the quality of the sound. They care about the content. Exactly. So um, we have been talking for over an hour now, okay? And believe it or not, you are the first person that I've had on a podcast that uh, I think on this outline of mine, I have about 22 um, points, and we've only got to 10. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. We've only got to 10. And it's funny because I always worry about not being able to get through all of the questions, and each time I get through all of the questions. Um, and you're the first person that I don't know if I'm going to get through all the questions. So you might have to do a speed round. All right, hit me. Rapid all right. Fire. Well, these are long questions. Some of them are like two parts. So. Oh, my God. Um, rapid fire. Right. Let's go. So let's do, let's do a little bit rapid fire segment. Okay. Um, and then you just give, uh, what I guess, one to two sentence answer. Is that cool? Something like that? Cool. Okay. Did you have a mentor or coach guide you during the process, or was it a figure it out on my own? I had a lot of mentors, mm-hmm. uh, females that I look up to, still speak to them. Uh, Ayat Mackey, drop a name. She is my mentor, NLP master coach in Abu Dhabi, and she doesn't like me dropping her name because she considers me her sister. But she's helped me a ton in the past and continues to help me today. Uh, Elia Francis also is somebody that has helped me a ton with my brand and everything that I do. Amanda Kohal from The Wolf Co. These are ladies that 
have been there with me from the very beginning and continue to hold my hand today. Okay. Okay. We're just going to call that a run-on sentence. Run-on okay. sentence. <laughs> run-on sentence. Okay. Um, how long does it take to develop an episode for you? Ooh. In my head or on paper? Um, the entire process. Give it from like inception to like execution. Ooh, I said that very well. About a week. A week. Wow. That's fantastic. Okay. Um, what is the dream collaboration you would like to have? Ooh. Do I have some good ones or what? Like, is this is do a I, collaboration do I would be me and Jay Z? What What would this be like? You interviewing Jay Z? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Um. What is your process when attempting to come up with new in- initiatives? Because you are involved in everything. <laughs> That's exactly how I have it written on the paper. Too. If you're involved in everything. <laughs> you know what? I listen to the person and their idea and I write down whatever comes to mind. Mm. Without looking at the paper. And then I look at it and I tell them what my instant thoughts were. Okay. I'm sorry, underline it. Um, next one outside of your podcast. Um, actually this might be a little bit longer. Um, let's do this question right here. Why should people listen to the advice from Hannah podcast? Because it's the best podcast coming out of Toronto. Done by wow. Me. Wow. That's shots. That's shade. That is shots fired right there. Okay. Well, I'm, throwing shade. I'm throwing shade. <laughs> I am. I like to think my show is the best, despite never being nominated for no awards. But I think it's the best. <laughs> you know, I don't even know. I don't. How how do you even get? I don't know who I need to know stuff? either. Who do you okay. talk to? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that I see everybody who's been podcasting less than me getting awards. So I, I it's either <laughs> I come off douchey and nobody likes me, or. You know, these these places don't know I exist. Well, well, I do less podcasts than you, and I ain't got no awards, so hate everybody. Um. Okay, let's see what else. What else? Um. What is the overall story you would like to get from people watching your IG lives, your speaking events, and listening to your podcast? That it doesn't matter where you come from or what has happened to you. You can do absolutely anything you put your mind to. Wow. Fire. Bars for that head top. Say that again, please. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you don't, well, I'll play it back for you and then I'll send it to you. You know, Well, I'll play it back for you and send it to you. Yeah, go, back, back, for go you. back a couple seconds and play it back again. <laughs> and then you can say it again. Yeah, It doesn't matter where you come. Maybe I should just ask you the question again and then maybe it'll come to you. What do you think? It doesn't matter where you come from or what has happened to you. I, I'm probably changing it now. It doesn't matter where you come from or what has happened to you. You can do anything that you put your mind to. Absolutely anything. Wow, fantastic. Just a couple more, I promise. And then I'm going I'm to leave with this last one. Um, I'm leaving one that you, you know. Yeah, you're going to wanna... hit me. You're going to hit me with it. I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. Um, what happens when you interview a podcaster? <laughs> Are there any plans to make any other podcasts or creative work? I have a couple spinoffs in my head. However, these are projects that I would develop when, when and if I get to work on my brand full time. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Okay. I just got to exit out or, you know, put the strike through. To let myself know that I asked that already. Um, so these, these are a couple of questions. Last, last couple of questions. Actually, there's a trick question in there that I like to ask people that my, everybody, they like and they don't like, but I just, it's fun. Um, for me, actually, I got to find a new fun question. Um, so, but the two questions that I'm going to let you go ahead and, um, elaborate, take your time with, what are some things you are looking forward to with your podcast? I'm looking forward to episode 100, as I mentioned before, and being mm-hmm. able to do a live podcast recording, which is something I set out to do from the beginning. I've had numerous different numbers that I've wanted to do a live podcast and recording, but I haven't mm-hmm. felt ready. Well, due to the pandemic, I feel like I could do one tomorrow. But mm-hmm. that's something that I'm definitely looking forward to. And believe it or not, even though nobody likes to hear this, I'm looking forward to hanging up the gloves of advice from Hannah one day. Wow. Don't say that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hope your fans are not listening to my podcast right now because I know that is not cool. Have you thought about just 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 because you said that I've thought about this, right? You, You obviously think about the end of things that you started because at some point that probably will happen, right? Just because you grow. You move yeah. on to other initiatives, other opportunities come about, whatever. Um, have you thought about like that end, that end game? Like, would you hang it up, or would this be like transfer the reins over to somebody else? No, I would hang it up. You hang it up because I think for me, I would transfer the reins to somebody else. No. But our podcast, our, our podcast is a bit different, right? Like, my name is not in the podcast. So everybody's a young professional, right? A young pros talk. Like you can have anybody. There's only one Hannah. This is true. I would I would think that see it's it's even getting me emotional thinking about hanging up the gloves. I would think I'd come back and do like little specials, like little mm-hmm. six part spin offs. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't I don't know. I don't know. I've talked about the ending of it and literally nobody ever wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it either. Matter of fact, I might take this out of the podcast just for you, just, just, just for my so nobody heard. Just so nobody heard that I'm taking it out. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, I will grow and start developing different products. There's different like aspects of my brand that I haven't been able to either touch or, or develop because I focus right. primarily on the podcast. So, you know, one day maybe time. One day maybe right. time. And but I'll leave whatever's out there forever. That's true. Yeah, you should. You should. And to leave it off, to transfer, you know, transition into that, um, outside of your podcast, um, tell us about some of your other initiatives. So I did start um, an initiative called Virtues Kitchen, which helps local Toronto restaurants uh, thrive via donations. And like I fundraise and, and then I basically make a catering order through a Toronto local restaurant and I feed a women's shelter. So oh, I started that initiative during COVID. You're I think I donated well. to that initiative. I think I donated to You did. Something. You did. Okay. You, you were Thanks. part of it. You've helped two rounds happen. So I want to thank you for that. And then oh, for just problem. giving like so blindly as well. And mm. yeah, that's kind of an initiative that I've done. And that's pretty much it. I, I would really like to develop the 
like for realsies consulting side of advice from Hannah, just because I'm on various projects with different individuals, some that you will like some that people may look at and they will never know I'm even associated with them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a sense, because it's that I, I don't want, I don't want and my like name the to one get, I worked on, the one we worked on. Yeah. The one we worked on and I'm working with right now, four different brands launching different initiatives, um, different things that they want to do. So it's, it's been a whirlwind really, but I, I would love to start doing that more in everybody's face mm-hmm. um, and be able to, to grow that part of my business. Cause right now I'm helping friends and I'm learning along the way and I'm getting introductions and things like that, but I haven't really made it like the forefront of my business. Okay. That's amazing. That is incredible. So my, um, my kind of trick question, not really a trick question, just a question, <laughs> just a question, question. Would you, advice from Hannah, prefer to be the first at something or the best at something? First at something. Hands down. You're not even going to, you didn't even take, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. Take a moment. Nope. Take a, <laughs> take a moment and think about it. No, because you've asked me this before. I know, I did. I knew we had this conversation before. We've had this conversation before. And the reason why I want to be the first at something is because I would love to see how somebody else can take what I've done and make it their own and, and make it, you know, triple X or triple make X. it super Saiyan or whatever it is that you, you want to call it. But I would love to see my idea be kind of like grown. Okay. So you, you would like to see, it's kind of like... You would like to be the inventor of the light bulb, but you would like to see somebody make it eco-friendly? I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going wrong the right way. Or hands-free, you know, or, I don't have to wake up. Oh, just clap on? Yeah. Okay. That was, oh, I actually had another question, but it's too late. I can't, I can't do it already. It's all good. Hannah, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I appreciate it. It really helped me get out of it, get back into my groove. I know you're you, know? you were you were just spitting questions at one point. I was like, ooh. Then we you. got into jazz and I was like, okay, <laughs> dude, you're out here. You're in the zone. <laughs> it was super, super cool to see you in the zone, man. I'm humbled to Thank be on you. your show. I really mean that. Not a lot of people like to have me on their shows. I don't know why. So whenever anybody takes the time to to spend time with me on their show. I'm super humbled, and whenever it drops, you can count on me to push it. Like, you know, I I appreciate you being on the podcast so much. I've we've talked about this. I feel like since the first time, yeah, because you know, like, yeah, I, I don't think people realize like since we've met, I don't think we've stopped talking nonstop. Like, we probably don't go more than two, three days without talking. Like, it's just not like I just don't know how to do it. I can't function. Like, I gotta. <laughs> it's funny. I, gotta I call him me. while I'm at Walmart. Daniel, my my husband, he's like, "Is that right?" I'm like, "Yeah." he already knows i'm just like i can't i can't go without this this incredible friend you know and um so really appreciate you we have we have phone Uh, phone calls apparently i have this this face this like smile whenever i talk like he's like i know who you're talking to based on your facial expressions he said really yeah so he's like but with red you just you instantly laugh at something within the universe (laughs) I probably said something really dumb. That's usually how it goes. 
say something crazy or there'll be like you know how cool we are like we'll call each other and not even like say hi and just go into whatever it was we wanted to say how do people anymore say what i don't know how to say hi like i just go and then i find myself like later like oh my god it's all good i love it too because you just go in and i'll just go in and you'll be like were you gonna say hi and we do that to each other and we're like oh yeah yeah Uh, i thought you know Felt like it was in- insinuated. I called you. <laughs> you know? No, I don't have time for hellos. Like, exactly. I, I was talking to a good friend of mine. Uh, he's a chef. Super, super, super talented. And I don't say that lightly. And I was sending him a picture of something. And I'm like, hey, look, this is what I was talking about. And then he answers me back. And I answer him back. And then I don't know, I'm like, by the way, hello. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, LOL, hey. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I didn't, you know, because we're not like that cool yet, right? Right. But like, he's a homie and it, it's been, it, I bring him in combo because I, he's one of the people in my head that I have to place to where, where we can work together. But I just, I feel like it needs to be once COVID is over. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Got but you. anywho, nonetheless, anywho. that was just something funny yesterday. And it was actually like, Real hard, like business facts that I sent him. It wasn't even like the stuff <laughs> I sent. And I'm like, hey, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, we do that. When you're cool, you do that. We do that. Sure. All right, Hannah. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Would you drop fine. your social media again. info for the people so they can get in touch with you, connect with you, and get some advice from you? Honestly, you're going to make me plug. So if you totally fell in love with me, like I know you did, you <laughs> could find me. <laughs> <laughs> Right? It's it's just a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> you can find me at Advice From Hannah on IG. Uh, that's my, I'm pretty active on there. Shoot me a DM. Let's get the convo started. If you want to catch the podcast, it's Advice From Hannah. We're available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and all your major podcasting platforms. Okay. Yes, all of them. Oh. And please connect with us, Young Pros Talk, on Facebook instagram and twitter at young post talk if you'd like to ask us any questions or have any comments about any of the episodes you can email us at young at gmail.com and please 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 rate us on itunes and leave a comment and subscribe to the youtube channel and Thanks share with a friend and share with a friend and do everything hannah tells you to do <laughs> everything all of it okay all of it <laughs> all right thanks for listening your chicken <laughs> When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, You can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. 
This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.